0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Naamuduhu wa nasal liyala rasulihil kareem. Amma bad. I was belah minashaytan regime. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Kulma yaabahu bikum rabbi lola dua ukum. Allah says, to tell himself to say, My Lord pays attention to you only because of your dua that you make to Him. Dear listeners, in this auspicious month, amongst the many ibadah that I carry out, one very important one is the ibadah of making dua. In fact, it is mentioned that dua is the essence of ibadah. Let us therefore maximize our efforts and take complete advantage in these last few days left of Ramadan. In fact, we should continue with it all the time because in dua there is great merit and benefit. Dear listener, Allah Ta'ala says that when you make dua, you get close to Him. Dua or supplication is to petition Allah Ta'ala for one's needs and requirements. Be such deeds mundane, that is for the world, the dunya, or spiritual. Be they in regard to one's worldly affairs or daily affairs. Whether such affairs and needs are within one's ability of acquisition or not. In all cases, the Muslims have to supplicate to make dua to Allah for the fulfillment of his needs. Dua for unlawful desires and needs is not permissible. While making dua, all the lawful means and agencies for the requirement should be harnessed. For example, the farmer, while making dua for his farm to yield, should at the same time engage in the means and ways of farming. One making dua for protection against an enemy should at the same time engage in the ways and means of warding of the enemy. The sick while making dua for recovery should resort to medicine and treatment as well. One involved in litigation should should, while making dua for success in his court case engage the proper means of achieving the success as well. One engaged in the accusation of Qur'ani and dini knowledge should make dua for barakah and success while at the same time study properly and acquire whatever ways are essential for the correct accusation of knowledge. One involved in Ibadat should strive against the lowly desires that is the nafs and the diversions of shaitan and the nafs while at the same time make dua for aid from Allah Ta'ala for sincerity and steadfastness In his acts of Ibadat. In affairs in which physical and material means and agencies have no role to play, one should in entirety resort to only dua, for example, rainfall, protection against plagues, the shaitan, and the deception of the nafs, protection from oppression of cruel persons, etc. Dua does not mean the mere recitation of some words and the mere ritual reiteration of words after Salat. The nature of dua consists of petitioning in the court of Allah Ta'ala. The earnestness and concern which people have when making appeals in the courts of the world should at least be adopted when making dua in the court of Allah Ta'ala. When making dua, one's mind and body have to be concentrated and directed into the purpose of the dua. One should never lose hope in the event of fulfillment of the dua being delayed or in fulfillment is not discerned. One has to submit to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Dua is an appeal to Allah ta'ala. It is his sole prerogative to grant or reject the appeals of his servants. We have no right whatsoever to become disillusioned and despondent if we cannot discern acceptance of our dua. Respected listener, The times of du'a are not restricted to the time of salat. Dua should be made at any time, whenever one requires something, although the time of the salat is very effective for the acceptance of the du'a, just like when one is fasting. Whenever and whatever one is in need of, immediately make du'a with the heart as well as with the tongue. This then is the reality and nature of du'a. Now when supplicating, supplicating do not, do so according to the reality and nature of the Dua, as has been described. If you do so, you will discern the effectus and barkat of Dua. Barkat of Dua does not necessarily mean that whatever you ask for will be granted. At times, the very object we sought for is obtained. For example, something in regard to the Akhirat, because of favor or bounty of Allah Ta'ala is pure goodness for the servant. For at the attainment of the fortune of the Akhirat, Iman and Ita'at, that is, obedience, are conditions. Without these conditions, the blessings of the Akhirah are not attainable. Sometimes the object asked for is not obtained, for example, an object or requirement of the world. This is so because sometimes in the worldly objects supplicated, for is harmful and sometimes beneficial. If it is beneficial in the wisdom and hikmah of Allah, he grants it to the servant. And when it is harmful, he withholds it from the servant, just as a father will deny his child an object which is detrimental to his interest. The meaning of Barakat in this, context, in this context is that the attention of Allah Ta'ala is directed to the servant. Thus, if due to some reason known to Allah Ta'ala, the object asked for is not granted, then to contentment. He is not overcome with frustration and weakness. The spiritual strength with which the heart is imbued is the effect of the special attention of Allah Ta'ala as a result of the dua made by the servant. The special attention of Allah Ta'ala is indeed a great treasure. All other treasures pale into insignificance in its presence. The special attention is in fact man's original capital which he has to strive for. It is the possession of this treasure which will bring him comfort and peace in this world and in the akhirat. The limitless bounties of the hereafter are obtainable as a result of the special attention which Allah Ta'ala focuses on his servants. There is, therefore, never the slightest fear of being deprived. The one who makes dua is never deprived because of the inherent barakat of dua. It is mentioned in the Hadith that Rasulullah said, the, dua, the servant's dua is accepted as long he does not ask for something sinful nor for something unkind for his relatives and as long as he is not impatient. It was asked, O oh Rasulullah, what is the meaning of being impatient? It means to say, I have asked dua time and again, but it has not been answered. So saying, one gives up asking dua. This hadith stresses the continuous making of du'a, even if the du'a seemingly is not accepted. In one hadith mentioned, nothing is more appreciable to Allah than dua. In one place, mentioned due to dua is beneficial in everything. It is effective in warding of misfortunes which have already been descended, as well as misfortunes which are about to descend. Therefore, the servants of Allah should be steadfast in making du'a. Allah mentioned Hadith, Allah becomes angry when one who refrain, when one who refrains from du'a. We should, as mentioned Hadith, you should continuously engage in du'a and firmly believe that Allah is accepting our du'as. Allah Ta'ala does not accept the du'a of one whose heart is careless. Therefore, the listener, du'a must be made with earnestness. And concentration of mind and body, while at the same time believing that the dua is definitely being be accepted by Allah Taala, non-attainment of the object of the dua should not be misconstrued as non-acceptance. The dua is most certainly accepted, but obtainal of the object should after is subject to the wisdom of Allah Subhanahu Taala. In one Hadith mentioned, any Muslim who makes a dua and his dua does not contain a request for anything sinful or anything regarding the severance of family ties, Allah Ta'ala grants him one of three things most assuredly. Number one, what he asks is granted immediately. Or number two, what he asks is saved for him as a treasure in the Akhirah. Or number three, Allah Ta'ala wards away some calamity for him in lieu of the object he asks for. The Sahaba then said that will they resort to du'a in abundance? Rasulullah replied that by Allah ta'ala everything is abundance. Thus, no du'a is returned empty. In one hadith it is mentioned, everyone should petition his creator for all his needs. In a narration it said, everyone should ask his creator for all his needs, be it even salt or be it a shoelace when it breaks ask Allah for everything one should not consider it improper to make dua for insignificant things because by Allah ta'ala, even such things which are significant great and valuable by us are insignificant in the gaze of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never ever lose hope in making dua it is mentioned my sheikh should Ummat, um, that one person had mentioned That he has made dua for a certain thing for 30 years. And while he was still alive, he said, I am still making them them, the same dua. If we feel that our dua is not accepted in this world, it is mentioned in the hereafter, when you will give in the bounties and the favors and the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the servant will be surprised that I didn't do all these things. Where am I getting these treasures, these bounties and favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah ta'ala will tell him that these are the bounties. Because of the du'as which you made in the dunya were not accepted, I kept them here as the treasure for you in the hereafter. The servant of Allah will say, then Allah, you should have not even accept, accepted one of my du'as in the world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq on making du'a abundantly, profusely, because it is the essence of ibadah. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنا وفي الآخرة حسنا وقنا عذاب النار ربنا أتمم لنا نورنا واغفر لنا إنك على كل شيء кадير اللهم كل خير لكل مسلمين ومسلمات اللهم كل خير لكل مسلمين ومسلمات اللهم كل خير لكل مسلمين ومسلمات اللهم مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إننا نسلك الهدى والتقاء والعفاف والغنام اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا عنا وادخلنا الجنة ونجنا من النار وأصلح لنا شأننا كله وأصلح لنا شأننا كله وأصلح لنا شأننا كله نسأل الله العافية في الدنيا والآخرة اللهم زينا بزينه إيمان وجعلنا هداه مهتدين اللهم إن نسالك الجنة وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل ونعوذ بك من النار وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل اللهم لا ذكرك وشكرك وحسن باديك اللهم إنا نسولك من كل خير ما سألك نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من كل شر ما استعاذك من نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم آمين برحمتك يا رحمن رحم الرحيم وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته